I want to talk about the secret to my success. One of the things that I often think about is how did this happen? How did my life become so successful? Now, I also want to say that there's still a long way to go for me. I'm still not at the financial goals that I have set for myself, but I guess my success isn't only financially, but it's in the fact that I'm in the lane and in the kind of lifestyle that I wanted to be in for a long time, and I finally did it. So I wanted to give you some of the things that I've done by the grace of God to become successful and anticipate even greater financial success. For me specifically is a million dollars. And I want to go over some of the mindset shifts that I think have prepared me for what is to come in Jesus name. Number one is I started talking honestly about money. I think that especially as a pastor and a Christian man, we are always and often have been told that the love of money, and this is obviously a biblical verse, that the love of money is evil. Ironically, I've always had a calling upon my life from God to be rich, to be a millionaire. And so how do you settle that when you feel that the very thing that you're not supposed to do is something that God put in your heart? And so I finally came to realize that this desire of my heart was put in there by God because he gave me those skills. He gave me those desires. This is what he wants for my life. And here's how I know, even if it doesn't happen, if I don't reach, if I don't reach my goal to be a millionaire, it is well with my soul. I'm not attached to a number. I'm not going to cry If I die tomorrow, God forbid, I will die a happy man. But I know that this is what my my heart and, and my Redeemer wants for me. And my reasons don't even matter. Even if I wanted to just buy a big yacht and have my family, my wife and our kids enjoy it for a year, that's, it doesn't matter. Or if I want to give it all away, it doesn't matter. What matters is the motivation the heart. By the way, I want both to have a big yacht with my family and to give it all away. So that's been very important is to finally come to that conclusion. Number two is to put my why together, to finally be clear with my current why. What I mean is that after 30 years of being a full-time minister since I was a young man in my early 20s, I've realized that Currently, the way I want to share the gospel, meaning my why, is through media, music, and coaching. This is so normal to most of humanity, especially here in the West. But to men of faith, especially people my age, meaning we're not 14 or 18 anymore, this is still a very foreign concept that can be often criticized, but I finally settled in my heart that there is no reason to worry about any critics because what's important is my why. I believe that the digital space, that music, especially 
Christian production, especially specifically worship and hip hop, as well as coaching, life coaching, is the most impactful way that I can bring the gospel to, to the world. That is my why. My why includes, as I said, both the fact that I want to have the financial means, but at the end of the day, it is about Jesus. It is about the gospel. And that's why I'm doing it through the digital space, through music, through content, through coaching. And I got very clear on my why. Number three is my wife being on board with the risk and the adventure of what we're doing. Obviously, as a man, as a provider, it's a huge uh, shock to go from having a full-time steady income in, in churches, even though my soul was slowly dying, and I'm just now beginning to recover almost, well, more than a year now later since my last full-time church gig. And so her and I have had many conversations and especially even the last few days, now a year later, because this is when we need a second wind. Because after a year and things are still not the same as they used to be, and there's a lot of great things going on, but this is not easy. My wife and I have had to pray at length and talk a lot about our finances, about my plan, about how she's feeling about how long can we do this for? And as I said, to have that second wind, to have her and I be one. Thankfully, our three kids are adults, so they make their own money, and they're not dependent upon us, quote-unquote. I mean, for a few things, yes, but it's different, obviously. So it's mostly about her and I, and a lot of it also is about just how I feel as a man, not providing the way I used to be, and yet knowing that we're on the right track. So that leads me to the next one, and that's dealing with my shame, getting rid of my shame that comes from feeling like either I failed at church, which is not true, or that I'm not a, a very good husband because I'm not providing the way I used to be, which also is not true. It's, it's true in that right now, as I said, I'm not at the same place as I used to be, but I know that I am on my way. But at the same time, the shame is still very strong because I know, I know that as a husband, my number one job is to provide. That is something that every man knows, that every woman needs, every family needs. And a lot of shame and guilt and, and a lot of um, doubt can settle in. And so I work on that daily and I feel like I've turned the corner at least most of the times most of the, most of the most days in my shame which is very important to overcome number four is I started or the next one I started doing what I say I started doing what I said I wanted to do I started talking differently about my career I started acting differently I started moving in the world differently I started to do the things that I said I would do. Create content, be on, on calls to anyone and everyone who would hear me about my plans and my passion and my 
in my gifting, my services, my skills, not giving everything away for free all the time, even though sometimes you have to start at the bottom by giving things away for free. But just talking differently, moving differently. You can't have a f- one foot on, on, on the old world and one foot on this new world. It's very tempting to say, well, I can just go back to pastoring. And of course, I guess I could if anybody wants me. But it's not what God is calling me to do. I, I will always pastor, but just how is really the point. And this is really what my mom would always tell me. She would always say to me, son, you can minister in many ways. And so I've begun to do what I said I would do. I get on the, I get on the phone and make calls. I, I answer emails. I put my offers online and on LinkedIn. And I send email blasts and I DM people on Instagram and I post things on Facebook. I talk to people personally. I'm in front of people all the time, letting them know what I'm doing. That I'm a pastor, but as far as my income, so pastoring is my calling, but my my job, I guess, is digital media, music, and coaching. And so I am moving in in, in that way. I think the next one is to, I got coaching. One of the uh, secrets to my success is I got coaching on business. I don't know anything about business or about selling or about making offers or about coaching or about charging. And so over the last 12 to 24 months, I hired two coaches to help me know and learn more about sales, about the mental blocks that I'm talking to you about, overcoming those, because it's not necessarily about the skills alone that might be maybe 20 percent 25 percent it's it's the mind the mental game that has really been the hardest thing and and that's what i feel i'm I'm finally breaking through in that area and so getting coaching hiring mentors um, having even one person say you know i don't think you're cut out for this even those rejections i guess have been important uh, getting a ton of no's and saying, no, our church isn't ready for that, or we don't have the budget for that, or whatever it may be, or maybe project one started and project two never happened. All that has been my learning, my teachers, my mentors, and and I'm excited for that. It's difficult, but I know that even today I had a phone call and we could have something in the making. Never know, but I, I've gotten the coaching on how to handle rejection, how to make my Instagram feed more engaging, how to be more clear on my website about my services, having metrics, having success stories, having actual numbers and actual testimonials of what I've done so that the other person, the, the, the potential client can see results. The next one is I got rid of fear of losing my calling as a pastor. And I think I've been talking about this, but I think that was a huge fear that I had. But as I said, my mom and my my wife have helped me tremendously, but especially my mom. She, because here's here's the fear. I know that God has called me to church since I, I just love the church. And so I always thought that if I did something else, meaning media, digital stuff, music, and music production and and life coaching, that I would somehow lose my calling or people calling me a pastor and people seeing me as a man of God. None of that was true. 
people still see me as who I am because your calling doesn't change based on your, your job. I am still a pastor, no matter what hat I'm wearing. And because I hadn't done that before, I had never been a bivocational pastor, that was foreign to me, but this is so normal to many, 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 if not the majority of pastors. They work a nine-to-five in a nonprofit or having their own business, and then they pastor at night, nights and weekends, as I joke about with my wife. So this has been normal, but for me, being in the white evangelical world where 100% of my income came from the church, this is a new concept. But I, I'm used to it now. I've, I finally got rid of that shame or that stigma of losing my title or my calling of pastor because I'm doing digital stuff. So that was a big hurdle that I overcame. And so that's been a very key to my success. The next one is to start adding value to people like crazy. I just started to serve anyone and everyone who would let me. Very important. When you are beginning anything, a business, a restaurant, a online something, you have to serve everyone for free, for a few bucks. You have to learn as you go. You have to, you're learning yourself. Okay, what am I good at? Where is my sweet spot? And the only way you're going to learn is by adding value, helping a ton of people. You might get a few bucks out of it. People may cancel all things that have happened to me. You may end up setting up the whole studio and no one shows up. All things that have happened. People want discounts. They want whatever. All of that has been very valuable in me just simply learning to add value and also to protect myself, to protect my time, my family, my home, my just my integrity, to not let people walk all over me, to have contracts, to have agreements to have things written down, to have an app, QuickBooks or whatever, to make quotes and invoices, and then to be a bit of a, of a what do you call those people? A collecting agency, because sometimes people don't want to pay. And so learning to not do that, to have people pay up front, all those things of, of a business, normal things that I am doing for the first time, all of that has been important, and it all comes from providing value. I think sometimes when you come from the church world, you think that just because you're a pastor and you preach on Sunday that that's enough. But when you're doing your own business, especially in this space, you have to help a ton of people. It's like uh, open rates for mails or for emails. You have to send a thousand emails. Maybe a hundred will open them and maybe five will read them and one will buy. That's, those, are just the, those are just the ratios. And so you have to provide a ton of value at the top of the funnel, quote unquote. The next one is to get honest about the pain of the past so that I don't go back to it. <laughs> I think part of what I finally had to overcome was, or be honest about, is the fact that what I've been doing has been very painful. Even though it's afforded me income and all these things, but it has come at a very, 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 very high price. And I think the pandemic finally, like for many of us, and the great what do you call it, the great leaving or the great uh, reawakening, whatever it was called, everyone left their normal jobs. I don't know if everyone did, but the pandemic finally pushed me. Just, it broke the camel's back. It was the straw. It was more of a, of a meteor that finally broke the camel's back to just say, this is enough. This is it. I can't continue to suffer for a few bucks and a steady paycheck and, 
insurance. Well, even that wasn't even something that I was getting from most churches. But my point is that it wasn't worth it. And I had to finally come to grips with, especially my mental health was so horrible. I gained a bunch of weight. I was depressed for three, four years. I was at times feeling I was losing my mind, vertigo, headaches, depression, suicidal thoughts, dark moments. Then the pandemic came and that made it worse. And yet working twice as hard during the pandemic to try to keep my church afloat. And yet it was for nothing. And so finally just being honest with the pain because then any time that I think, well, maybe I'll just go back and pastor the next church, I think, no way. I can't go back to that pain. And, and yes, yeah, someone could say, well, that was just this one church. It's not even about one church. It's about what God is doing in my life. And I thank God for all the difficulties and the blessings. It wasn't all bad. A lot of great things happened. But I thank God for the fact that those wounds have become, have become scars, and scar sounds maybe bad, but what I mean is that now those wounds aren't open wounds. Now they're close wounds. And I can, think, I can look back and thank God for the scars and to say, thank you, Lord, that those scars push me to your, your will for my life um, right now. And so that was very important to get honest about the pain. And the last one is develop a spine to grow a pair, <laughs> to put it more clearly. Because, wow. Yes, church ministry, 30 years of it, I had to develop a tough skin. But this is a new level. Maybe I shouldn't even say that. Maybe it's just as tough. And maybe what makes it tough is the lack of income right now or the, 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 the big disparity between then and now. Maybe that's mostly where I'm stressed, where my stress is coming from. And the doubt then can set in because of that. But as far as developing a spine, I feel like my spine is growing daily. I'm like a freaking dinosaur by now. <laughs> I feel like Godzilla. <laughs> my spine is so strong. My skin is so, is so tough compared to before. And I still am a sensitive man and I'm an artist and I'm a sensitive type and I'm a HSP, highly sensitive person. But I've developed a lot of tough um, traits and to stand up for myself and to say no and to be clear at home with what I'm doing and to call my friends out on their stuff when they fail or when they they don't show up for things or to say no to people that just want free stuff to have limits all of that de- it's developing a spine and and honoring yourself your calling your family your goals your calling upon your life your business and, and then being patient, because I would say that that's where at least I think for most digital, especially dig, digital owners, this is where we have to develop a spine, especially as we look into a recession and are people going to even spend money on this stuff? And yet I believe and declare that God is in this, even in the middle of this recession or whatever, that the digital world is where the gospel needs to be. And not enough people are in it. And I'm here to be the producer of Christian hip hop and of podcasts and of coaching so that more people can, more people, men and women of God can be in the digital space creating content to spread the gospel. If the devil is, not if the devil, the devil is dooming it. He is not holding back. He's not saying, well, I don't have enough money. He's not saying, I'm too busy. The devil 
and his demons are in the digital space, creating havoc, destroying young people's lives. And that's my passion, is young people. That 20-something college age, 18 to 35, let's say, that is where I got saved, that's where I almost got lost, where I almost ruined my life, and yet that's where God saved me and rescued me. And so that's where my passion lies, especially when it comes to mental health, people that need help, people of color, people just like me that are highly successful, highly ambitious, incredibly gifted, but there's trauma, and yet we have to grow a pair. We have to work through our pain. And it can be men that are older even. They don't have to be young kids because a lot of those young, older men never got the help when they were in their teens and 20s. And so now they're still struggling with different issues. And so I believe that Yes, I can help people in the church, but I believe that my content and your content needs to be on an app called Church Plus or David Drake Plus or Joe Smith Plus, where, the, where people can download your content and get the, help, get the help that they need. I'll close with this example. The other night, my church and I, we went evangelizing to a park Late at night, there was a huge movie screen. It was the end of the summer kind of a movie night. There were maybe a thousand people. It was uh, before this crazy heat wave. It was a beautiful night. And so we passed out some flyers, talked to some people. It was kind of dark, so it was tough. But at the end, there was this one woman who was sitting with her three kids. They were on the swing sets. And I didn't even see her. I just talked to the kids. I gave the kids some flyers and invited them to a movie night, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw her. I saw this lady just sitting on the on the side of the of the uh, the park there on a kind of on a concrete wall. And so God said, "Talk to her." I didn't even know that that was the mom. I said, "Oh, hi." She said, "Oh, yeah, these are my kids. They're all from different men." It was a Samaritan woman thing. She began to cry and weep how she was done having so many men, having all these relationships that didn't honor God because she knew that this wasn't God's will. She grew up, I think, either Catholic or in the church, and she was just in tears. And now here's the thing. We had a class coming up called Freedom in Christ, which started last night. Shout out to my beautiful church, VODTSA. Whoop, where's my bell? There it is. Ghost bell right there. And, and then, of course, Sundays are amazing. And, we, and then I had just taught with my wife, with Rochelle, a marriage class just about four weeks before. But guess what? None of those things were right there. All I had in the moment, right there at night, at the park, as we were leaving, all I had was, of course, the Word of God, which is enough, my testimony, which is enough, love and compassion, and a flyer. As I left... I actually said, hey, can I get your number? And so I've been texting her a bunch of verses and invitations, and hopefully she'll come. So I'm hoping that Leticia will be here at church this weekend. But here's my point. As I left that conversation, I thought, you know what? This is not good enough. I need to have an app where the marriage class content that I just taught a few weeks ago is found in that app. All the songs that I write and sing and have written myself or our, our worship team has done needs to be in an app somewhere. Not on Facebook, not on Instagram. That's just too messy. All of the content that I create, motivational speaking, mental health coaching, all the stuff that I do with lessons and freedom in Christ lessons and all the things that I've done, needs, needs to, all that needs to be somewhere in one place, in one app, David Trigg Plus, for five bucks a month or even just a dollar a month 
where she can get all this content on demand that is entertaining, that is fun. Maybe it's not just me, but it's the young people that I work with, rap, hip hop. Imagine maybe it's not her, but it's her son. Maybe he's into, he's into rap or hip hop. And you get my point, right? We need to be present in the digital space because Leticia may never come to church. Not because she doesn't want to, but because it's taught or her kids are in school or she works on Sundays. or I mean, she works construction, by the way. So imagine how exhausted she is on the weekends. And so imagine if instead of only having church as the only thing, the next step, she has an app that is well done, entertaining, educational, inspirational, filled with the Holy Spirit. Maybe we even have a comedy show on there. Maybe we eventually even have our own TV show on there, our own programs, our own movies. Let's say the Easter or the Christmas play is on there so that her kids can say, wow, look at that, Mom. That looks so fun. I want to go to that church. And boom, that is what we need to be doing. That is what I need to be doing. That is where I'm headed. And that's how I'm going to provide income for my family and most of all, be a minister of the good news through the digital space. I know I'm not the only one. I'm preaching to the choir, but this is what my success looks like. And I'm just getting started. I've only been doing this for, I would say, about four to five months. And uh, things are going well already, and I know more is to come. Now, what does that mean for you? Well, my guess is that you also are looking to level up in something in your life, fitness, financial relationship goals. My guess is that one or more of these tips are things that you, could, you, can, you, you should consider, you can consider as things that maybe you need to be doing, that you're struggling with, that you're not sure about, that you are stuck with one or more of these. Maybe it's something completely different. I am here for you. I am your coach. I am a high-achieving success, happiness coach. I specialize, as I said, in people that are high achievers who want more out of life but are stuck with either shame or fear or anxiety or maybe it's just they need better tools on how to manage the home. I'm currently coaching about four or five people And I would love for you to be number six. Reach out to me. I have coaches that I pay. My services aren't free. They're not cheap. They are for people that are ready and willing to make an investment so that they can level up and reach that next level in their financial, fitness, or relationship goals. Maybe it's a mental health or a mindset goal. You're dealing with anger, with resentment, with exhaustion. And you know that there's something greater that God wants for you, and you need help. You, you go to church, you hear the sermons, you do all the things, you, you, you eat healthy, you go and, and work out every day, but there's still something missing. Get a coach. I am a high-successful, high-achieving high, high successful coach, and I would love to help you. And uh, if you are ready for that, it is either a month or three month or six month uh, services that I offer. You can sign up for one month, three months, or six months. Some people do a whole year, and we have different prices for all those things. And if you do sign up before the 15th of September, I will give you a $10 off coupon for your next visit. <laughs> 
So reach out to me, davidtrigg.com slash coaching, davidtrigg.com slash coaching. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at David Trigg. But most of all, I just want you to know that I believe in you and that I am in the same boat with you. We're all here trying to achieve greatness in Jesus' name for the kingdom of God, for our families, for our moms back home, for ourselves, for that house you want to buy, for that body you want to get, for the peace of mind that that you are missing, for the love of your life that you're still pursuing. I'm here to help you. Reach out to me, davidtrigg.com slash coaching. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you next time. Adios.